0: Good day! Welcome to Hand Carry or Check-In Podcast. This is the travel podcast that will let me take you on audio experience seeing destinations around the globe. Hopefully, this will guide, enlighten, and entertain you. I am Will, and I will be your guide on this audio journey. For every episode, I will be taking different kinds of suggestions and different formats in discussing every destination. I'll be also revisiting destinations because there's just so much to talk about for every place in this world. Today's destination is Jakarta. We'll be playing the 48 hour game. I'll be making an itinerary ideally that is enough for 48 hours. The assumptions for this game is that we have super energy and no traffic super energy because i assume that we can get to places without any rest period we'll be always be rushing around and no traffic so that we can reach to our destinations this 48 hour game is inspired by the layover show by anthony bourdain which and bourdain also with this all his travel shows also inspired for me starting this podcast so let's get back and start with jakarta so before we get into the 48-hour game, we'll discuss a little bit of history of Jakarta. Jakarta is the capital of Indonesia, located in Southeast Asia. The majority of the country is located along the equator. It was first visited by Europeans in 1512. It is a Dutch, mainly a Dutch colony in its history. It has gained independence by the end of World War Two let's start our journey to jakarta so as we arrive in jakarta in the airport two things too we have to figure out when we get there is how to go around and where to stay on how to go around one of the most popular the most used transportation going around jakarta is a taxi and mainly the blue bird group taxi this is the biggest taxi group essentially a monopoly of the entire taxi business in jakarta so almost all taxis are are by bluebird with the entrance of the grab uber there's so there's a little bit slight diversity to this but essentially if you're in jakarta you're gonna see these bluebird groups so bluebird they also have their different versions of their own taxis the bluebird is their basic one the usual taxis you can see in any country they have the silver bird which is i think more limousines and they have other classes that may fit your need so it's essentially if you need a bigger car it's available to you and this group also has their own booking app similar to uber or grab so you can use that app as well if you're coming here you can download that for this time the most unique other thing of going around in jakarta for locals is bike taxis so it's legal and it's one of the most practiced modes of transportation going around jakarta due to the heavy traffic is going around via motorbikes so Grab and in Gojek, it's local app. So booking apps using bike is also available. So if you want to take an exhilarating ride, rushing through highways on a motorbike, go ahead. It's definitely one of the fastest ways of going around the city if you have a destination to go to. So you can take pride going around and brave the heart in going into riding one of those taxis jakarta also has commuter trains one of its newest train is a sokarno hatta airport train which provides transportation direct from the airport towards going into the city and it connects to the commuter trains which are spread around the city the my only advice regarding the riding the commuter trains it's essentially designed for the residents of jakarta for the ones working most of the tourist spots are not really along the line these train lines. you're gonna most likely take more taxis rather than trains also during rush hour it's going to be if ever you if ever the traffic is already that bad, the train is going to be quite cramped as well uh my early advice regarding transportation going around. Jakarta is during airport time if you're going to go to the airport especially if you're leaving the hotel or wherever you are I suggest you plan ahead your arrangement and logistics and how to get to the airport ahead of time especially during if ever that's rush hour you may have a hard time finding a cab going to the airport or if ever there are the ones available some may it is illegal that they may start haggling you knowing that you're desperate and going to the airport. So we want to avoid that situation. So as we figured out on how to go around Jakarta, next is the suggestions on where to stay. So to keep it simple, I'm going to make distinguish two main areas of Jakarta as the north and southern areas. The northern area, which is... Also known as the Old Town area. This is near the harbor, the Jakarta Bay. This area contains more historical buildings, more early 18th century buildings that's still being preserved, near Angkol Beach, more walking tour opportunities and history. This would be the Old Town area. And... The southern area, which is the Monas Tower area or the National Monument or near Madirka Square, this area would be more the more modern portion of Jakarta. This area contains one of the popular malls of the city. If ever you want to figure out where this is, the Monas Tower area is actually, you can't miss it if you grab a map of Jakarta or you look it up on your map app. It's the big square down south with a huge monolith in the middle. It's actually one of the the most popular. It's a huge obelisk in the middle. It's the symbol of independence from the Dutch for Indonesia. So it's quite an important area. So it's essentially you can't miss this monument. The southern area also is nearby. Also museums and Istical Mosque and Jakarta Cathedral. So Istical Mosque is the the seat of Islam of Indonesia, and Jakarta Cathedral is the seat of Christianity of Indonesia. So speaking to this, uh, Indonesia is almost 99% uh, Islam or the Muslim nation. If ever you're going to compare Indonesia with the Philippines, they seem to be twin and opposite country as well. While Indonesia is a 99% uh, Islamic country, Philippines is also 97, around 97 percent christian country both are archipelagos both have been colonized by europeans around the same time both also had some troublesome history in, in gaining independence essentially a lot we have a lot of shared and common history amongst the two countries so when we figured out where i've stayed now we start our day with breakfast and with this, is when we start our 48 hours in going around. We've already figured out how to go around. We've already checked in our bags, and it's time to go around. Most likely, we have lost some time for the airs, but we need to do breakfast first. So, for breakfast, you can't be in, not be in Indonesia if you're not going to try the coffee. Indonesia is the fourth largest producer of coffee in the world they export it to all nations one of the best coffee in the world is located around the corner not specifically in Jakarta or on the island but it's going to be widely available and so much of the variety even if you are not a coffee lover it's worth trying a lot if ever you're going to start slow a lot of your known brands are available in Jakarta from the starbucks to coffee bean to more local bigger chains like jaco jco or the excelso cafes once you've tried that and you want to explore more there's a more more home brewed culture of s copy this is a coffee culture in jakarta which are more for the hipster scene or the more younger generation so it's most of these produce a lot of the best uh, of the best coffee so they also have their own competitions amongst themselves so explore coffee and if you have also enough money if you have heard of kopi luwak which is the coffee being eaten by civet cats, and if ever they go down and excrete them from there after they have they eaten them, it's being roasted and being brewed. It's the most expensive coffee in the world. So if you have enough money and you want to try it, you can find it in most cafes, and it's worth really worth trying if you want to try. It's it's not that hard to find, but yeah, but it's going to be expensive. So what are we going to pair our coffee? Now I'm going to explain more of the food around Jakarta. I won't be discussing much about lunch and dinner as much because I'll I'll talk about lunch, but but more of the food between breakfast, lunch, and dinner, their cuisine seems can be used for the different meals for the day. So what are we going to pair our coffee with? An exploration of food in Jakarta is also an exploration of a starting exploration of their language. Their language is, made, is called Bahasa, Indonesia. So the f- most common two words you're going to hear very often or see often all around Indonesia, and not only in Jakarta, is nasi goreng. Nasi means rice, goreng means fr- fried. Uh, rice meal, that that's, is fried rice. Cook in, that depends on the variation, and serve with a viand of meat on the side. The third word you're going to listen often is Mi, M-I, which means noodles. So you're going to hear Mi Goreng as well, which is fried noodles. Similar to Nasi Goreng, with fried noodles with also as with meat or type of protein on top. So with on their meats or protein, being a Muslim country pork won't be as available Their most two most common types of proteins available you will likely notice is chicken and goat chicken is called ayam and their goat which is also similar for those filipinos listening it's also called gambing so you can't miss it if ever you are used to eating goat they also their goat is also cooked well as well I'll be discussing a little bit about what we're by lunch but between lunch and dinner I'm going to talk to them as one the meal for lunch and dinner will be the same so once we have had, had our breakfast it's time to start and go exploring the city going around Indonesia during the time between around lunchtime pre-lunch time and post-lunch time uh, the country is a quite it's quite hot year round very humid, so I suggest we will visit the malls. And well, I am sure it is not that interesting. But Jakarta, like the Philippines, like Dubai, they have their own mall culture. For the air conditioning, for the security as well, and being safe, and it's a good place to relax. There's so much many malls in Indonesia, so I suggest we go there this morning and maybe by lunchtime, eat lunch there, also discuss our shop. A good time also to explore our shopping options. So the options for malls, there's the the most biggest, largest mall in Indonesia is Mal Tama Angrek. It's, although it's, it's the largest mall, it's kind of outside the city. It's not near some of the more known destinations. So if you want to go there, you tend to be going there if you're really going to do serious shopping. Go ahead if you're going to go there if you want to buy a lot of things from clothes to to technology to anything. That would be a good place if you want to cover a lot of products you're looking for. If you are more into more casual or leisurely waiting for the time moments or we just going to rest I suggest you go to either Grand Indonesia Pacific Place Mall or the Plaza Indonesia. So for the Pacific Place Mall or the Plaza Indonesia. These are more high end malls, so most likely it depends if if it is covered in your budget. Most of the stores here are very high end, so most likely these are things for just for the eyes and window shopping. They also but they have good cafes in this place so it's a nice and those cafes aren't that uh, not expensive compared to the things that the luxury goods that they are selling so it these are places that you want to stay around if you want to have a cool down for the day or just relax after after just arriving in in jakarta the grand indonesia though this covers more of a wide range of variety of stores so it covers from the more budget conscious towards the luxury brand so if ever you have a if you are with people who have a mix of things that they want to look at or buy i suggest you go to grand indonesia as well so all of these places they also have their own most of them have their own food courts food courts in all the malls are a quite great place to see the variety of the kinds of food that indonesia has to offer the main thing, features, if ever you're going to see, is that things are usually cooked in vegetables or have some form of spicy sauce. The most popular type of sauce is the sambal sauce. These tend to go spicy, it's reddish. So sometimes it's cooked with some green leafy vegetables which are always good. Satay, chicken satay. Which is quite more popular, maybe be related to the Singaporean satay, but it's actually originally from Indonesia, which are also quite common in the malls as well. If these two, and if ever you can see tambing cooked in sambal, a combination of this you can have for for lunch. Most likely your options for dinner will be likely look the same. aside of meat meat, most likely duck is going to be available depends on where you are but it's going to be either fried rice or fried chicken if ever if you want to push it further for more local cuisines the street foods uh, i'll be discussing that later when we get to our activities in late afternoon after lunch when we have our energy back again and we're gonna do some light shopping Indonesia their products sold is not necessarily cheap they are slightly more ex. They I can say it's on par with the products being sold in the Philippines. Don't assume that it's always cheaper here. It is more expensive than Thailand. It's cheaper than Singapore. Then Hong. It's Hong Kong. Depends where you are in Hong Kong. It's really depends on what kind of product and what store you are. But it's n- not everything is cheaper here if ever there's one thing you want to buy as a souvenir and something also very useful is the batik textile cloth this is the signature style of textile making of indonesia if you can see the pattern the very colorful patterns that's available in their traditional cloths and traditional wear a lot of these types of textiles has been converted to more modern types of clothes button-ups t-shirts dresses so they're the good ones they these tend to sway more to more on expensive side if you want to buy a good one that you want to wear on special occasions you come back home to your home country but it's worth the price they are usually in the, the best quality if ever going to spend on something i suggest you buy something like that after we've done our shop sightseeing uh, sightseeing in the mall and shopping our late afternoon activity would be, wherever you are, if ever you're coming from the mall, uh, if, wherever which mall you've is, we, let's go to Merdirka Square, the Monas Tower. Merdirka Square Park or where the Monas Tower is, the National Monument of Indonesia, the symbol of in independence from the Dutch. This is what I mentioned earlier, the huge obelisk in the middle of the map. It is very hard to miss if you have a map of Jakarta. It is always at the top of the list of things to do in Jakarta. I suggest doing this in the late afternoon so that it's more a little bit more shaded. There's still some light to get some good pictures. And I just want to prefer that we visit this in a more cooler time. And in the area by dinner time, there's an area for good street food as well, which is where we plan, where I plan that we have our dinner. The Monas Tower as well has a museum at the, at its base and if you can catch arrive there a little bit earlier, it depends on the day of the week but sometimes it closes early, you can go up the obelisk and go to the top and there's also a viewing deck there. After spending time at the tower, you can go around the park and see there's a lot of people doing activities between like practicing dancing, kids playing games it's also a nice place to unwind and take take it a little bit slow after uh, the, your full day and you can later move on you can't you can't miss the it's the huge there's a portion of the park that's just a huge food court that sells a lot of street food so it's street food is a variation of grilled meats between from chicken goat you can sometimes find pork here but it's going to be very rare there's going to be duck and there's always going to be nasi goreng or me goreng around for desserts during the 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 things in coconut forms of sticker rice and mango these things were going to be available and a lot and beside this, this huge street food food court area there's going to be a sort of mini market of people selling fruits and vegetables which you can also buy and you can also see the produce of what the produce the types of fruits are being produced in jakarta and there's going to be some souvenir stalls as well the more cheaper ones not from the mall like the ref magnets some souvenir shirts can openers you can find that in this area as well i suggest not to stay that long in this area because it's going to later at night it's going to it's not really a well very well lit park I I suggest not to stay that long. For a nightlife in Jakarta, there's only two options most of the time. Watch a movie or party. If you're the party person, there's two distinct areas, the north and south area, which I've described earlier. So in the south area, this is where the more modern clubs are, more younger generations stay, more younger music. The northern area is more of where traditional goes the more 1980s vibe is located on uh, in the north area the clubs there are more CD or more rundown they tend to be in, and th- this would be more if the red light district of jakarta is located in the northern area of the city for a movie night out we're going to go back to the mall if you want to do this and most of their malls have a, a lot of one of the best movie houses you can find having a their own mall culture they also have also the best movie theaters as well IMAX what you have whatever you have and you imagine they usually have the good Hollywood movies as well after we've done our nightlife we go back home and we sleep enough for eight hours and for the second day this will be our time because at, by the end of the day we're going to leave jakarta so what are we going to do on the second day and yesterday if ever you're going to be and we have we've been to the mall in the morning and in the afternoon near murderka square in in these areas especially in most hours, there's a lot of museums nearby between the grand indonesia and murderka square my suggestion is if ever you have f- f- more time in between these times visit a museum check their times if you're insert you can do that as well so for this if you're going to miss that out on the second day we can visit all the museums of Jakarta from the National History Museum there's going to be two ones the National Historical Museum and the Not. on our second day we we have an option to further explore the city or we go have a day trip outside. So if we're going to stay in the city, I suggest on three des- places. We visit two museums and Angkol Beach. The two museums would be the National Museum of Indonesia and the Jakarta History Museum. I suggest this on the second day, if we have not visited this on the first day, because it's possible to g- g- squeeze this in on the first day if ever you're to replace replace a visit to the mall you can easily replace this with the museum uh, my concern with the museum is the options of food and other things and they tend and the times for museum they tend to really they, they, there are a lot of times it's closed early or on on, on random days it's closed due to maintenance and if ever we're going to stay within the city i i lastly suggest we go to ancol beach and we will stay there until we it's time to leave jakarta this is the nearest beach of jakarta it's a more of a boardwalk area a nice view of the bay there's also a big mall in the area so it, once it's open you can continue shopping if you want to proceed with shopping as well you can sli- you can swim in this beach but it's not the most the be- the best you can find in indonesia but if you really want to swim and take a swimming experience go uh, go ahead if you want to really go further away from the city on our second day we can go to we have four other options our four other options is the southern island beach trip we've already been to, I've already talked about Angle Beach, so from there, there's a, a boat ride from Jakarta Bay to visit a chain of a lot of islands around a few hours away from Jakarta. You can go, you can have an island hopping session. My concern with this is that it takes time, the boat trip and getting there and going back. So it's you're going likely going to start your day much earlier for this. And you're and you also run the risk of coming back a little bit late. But this if ever you really want to see a more the beach life of Indonesia, this is a good opportunity, a quick opportunity. Just it's just nearby. It's just near in Jakarta. You can have an options between a more budget conscious options or a more upscale version of this trip, having there's their five star resorts within the area. You can visit an entire island that's just an entire resort my other three option is the botanical gardens or the safari zoo these two other options is for the botanical gardens if ever you want to see the plants and the biodiversity of jakarta or on the island island of which jakarta is in for the safari zoo if you want to see the animals of indonesia you can also visit here these two things, though, not be my top priority. Why? Because I've, I've been to the botanical gardens, although a lot of things are interesting there. The botanical gardens a little bit far, and the, the roads going there or coming back, the traffic there get builds up easily, which is from my own experience. D- these two things, there are a lot more other places if you're going to get to visit Indonesia in a different city again. There's other opportunities to visit or see these two that is also that's my main reason why I would not not really put this as a top right. but if you really want to see animals or really see visit a good garden so go ahead for my the last option is the Taman Mini Indonesia or the beautiful Indonesia miniature park this is a park that showcases the different cultures of the different parts of Indonesia it's a huge theme park you imagine a theme park of the shape of the in Indonesian archipelago. And there's a lot highlighted in a lot of places is the 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 people, the types of architecture from each region or province, their type of food, their representatives, each history of each island in that rural area. This is one of the top highly suggested trips you do if you're on a day trip. In Jakarta, which I really also would also suggest, because if ever you're not going to visit Indonesia as often, you can get an ima- a picture of the entire country in just one visit. You can see like in Sumatra, which is the northern island of Indonesia, what it, what are what is the life there. You can see what in like and imagine if ever you haven't been to Bali, you can also see what kind of what's the different culture picture uh, opportunities for picture taking too. A lot of very beautiful uh recreation of traditional buildings from each province an additional tip for there if you have kids this place also have shows and rides so essentially it's it's essentially a theme park with rides like this disneyland minus minus all the rides, but add all the culture once you have decided on which to go we're about to end our day remember my tip on how to get to the airport just figure out figure it ahead of time on how to get there from wherever you may be we're done for the day but i will end this with top tips for visiting jakarta number one is security it is a developing country i suggest be cautious of walking at night especially in the more old areas the more northern areas which is There are a lot more petty theft known, but it's everywhere. Being in malls is known to be a little bit safe. So if ever you want to spend your day not being that cautious, you can spend some more time and uh, go into the malls. You can also notice that at the malls, there's also a lot of security, metal detectors, and uh, similar to the Philippines, this is also a concern. So careful being here. My second tip, is clothes you have to plan your clothes ahead of time indonesia and especially in jakarta area is a conservative country and it's a conservative city Please respect and be sensitive to the sites you are going to visit look ahead of time on what is and what are not allowed on where you are going most of the time for everyone is you just need to have sleeves wear shoes if ever you plan to wear shorts or sleeveless things Please be cautious in Oregon, or bring a jacket, or for uh, prepare if ever you're to visit these places. My third suggestion is download Google Translate or download Mas or just practice their language because the country is not an English speaking country, but their language is not also easy, not that hard to learn, and Google Translate works well in this country. So if ever like your back in the street food area in Monaster, there are nothings in English all the signs are going to be in their language mm-hmm. google translate works well if you ever point and shoot and you using a translate app it works fine for that especially you're going to go day, day trips uh outside if you have to go buy food especially in the rural areas it the language barrier gets tougher and tougher download a translating app and that concludes the 48 hours we spent in jakarta i know that doesn't sound as much but believe me everywhere we go there's so much so much things and things of interest that will spark us that will take time with the many options i've shared with you all of that is going to take more than 48 hours if you're going to cover everything that i have just shared so, this ends our 48 hours in Jakarta. Time to fly back home. This is Will. See you soon. Travel with you soon.